It's Robin Marshall, America's number one sugar mom, and I'm up to my little old pranks again today with cold calling, which means when a telemarketer calls me and they think they're about to get away with taking up all of my time within a phone call, and they tell me the call is recorded for quality assurance, and most often they don't use the word assurance, they say quality insurance. <laughs> Not that I'm making fun, but I am making fun. Well, you know what? I'm going to borrow them for the amount of time that they were going to use me. I'm going to try and talk to telemarketers that call about life issues. I am going to turn these conversations around and put them on the other side. And you know what I'm hoping for? I want to see how long it takes until one of them hangs up on me. I mean, that would make for good radio. It's not like it's the first time it's been done. And the topics I want to talk about will be sex, marriage, relationships, dating sites. Whether it's a male or a female telemarketer, I will try and approach each of them with one of those topics. How do you think I'll do? <laughs> I mean, I could just pick up the phone and make a phony phone call and do the same thing. I've done that before, but it's such a sweet revenge when you turn the tables on these people that are so freaking annoying. So we'll wait and see. I'm going to let the whole day go by and every single one that calls me, I'm going to record. We'll see how it works out. Here we go. Hello. Hello, my name is... All calls are recorded and may be monitored for quality assurance. Matthew with Sandra Smith. Sandra Smith. What did you need her for? Yes, ma'am. Um, I'm asking to speak with her on behalf of a personal matter. Is this a business or something? Uh, well, what business are you calling from? I'm with Contract Callers Incorporated. Well, as long as I have you on the line, do you mind if I ask you a question? No problem. You know, I've been wanting to have somebody to talk to for a while about this, and you might be just the perfect person. Are you married? I'm sorry, excuse me? Are you married? Yes, ma'am. Um, I do apologize that that's not the reason that I'm calling. May I please speak with Sandra Smith? Oh, I understand it's not the reason you're calling, but, you know, as long as I have you here, I just figured, you know, I needed somebody to talk to, so... I'm divorced, and I really need a woman's perspective on something. Can you take a minute and okay. do that? No, ma'am. Unfortunately, I'm not allowed to do so. I do apologize. Oh, that's too bad, because you would have been great on my podcast. Honestly, your voice sounds clear and great, and I just wanted to talk about women things for a second with a stranger, because neither one of us know who each other are. I'm not the woman you thought I am. I'm, you got the wrong number, but I, you got me. Okay, yes, ma'am. I do apologize about that. Unfortunately, I will have to disconnect the car. You have a great day. <laughs> I can't wait for the next telemarketer to call me. They just don't know who they're calling. Hmm. Hello? Hello, I'm calling from Mrs. Robin. Is it? Yes, ma'am. My name is Robin. I'm a paid caller with Imprecision. I'm working with the American Heart Association. 
I'm oh. not calling for a donation today. Okay. The American Heart Association has been working to save and improve the lives of heart disease and stroke for more than 90 years. We are making a difference. Um, the supporters like can I, may I stop you for a second? Yes. This might seem odd to you, but, I mean, you're calling a total stranger, right? And I, I know this is your job. But as long as I have you on the line, am I able to talk to you about something else? I, I can give you a name and phone number if you have a complaint. Oh, no, I don't have a complaint. I mean, just I'm having an issue on my own, and I could just use a stranger's opinion. Okay. <laughs> I'm really serious. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking, are you married? I was. I'm not now. Okay, so then you are the perfect person for me to talk to. Do you have, like, three minutes? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so I, I lived through a marriage, and I knew it was the wrong marriage. I needed to get out. And now that I'm out, here's my debate, and I want your opinion. I feel to stay in a bad marriage is worse than being single now while we have options. But it's so not easy to find the right person to wind up with. So what is the lesser of two evils? What do you think? I wouldn't have stayed. I didn't get, I got out of a bad marriage. So I've been single for quite a while now. And, and do you feel that it was, so it was the right thing for you to do? I think it was the best thing for me to do, for my sanity, and for my kids and my grandchildren. I got out of the mess, uh, and it is lonely, and that's why I took this job, because I couldn't stand to stay at home any longer. Oh, you see. Now, are you out there looking at all for anyone? I did. A, I do a couple. I have some things that people wanted to meet me uh, on some dating sites. Yeah. Um, and I have talked to a couple people for quite a long time. I have some problems when they don't ask you any questions and they just want to meet you right away. <laughs> okay. I would never meet anybody that wasn't in a public place. Yes. Uh, I won't do that. And if they don't ask me certain questions, like I want to know certain things that people don't care about no more. What is it that's important to you that you want to know? I want to know if they drive, if they have an income, if they have children, if they have children living with them, if they own or don't own if they're my age because I'm I'm 69 years old. You're still young enough to be dating, absolutely. Yes, but I want to make sure I'm not picking somebody up and somebody else's problems up. I get it. So if they're in a relationship and they just got out two months ago, they're not ready for another relationship. It's just amazing. If I listen to my daughters talk, they say the same things that you just said. It's like generations don't matter. We are all women are the same. We all yes. want that security and that yes, romance. We also don't want a bad relationship. If you've already been through it, yes. you don't want to do it again. You know, that's the end all. Everybody's afraid to step across the line because, and see, that's where I am right now. I wonder sometimes, should I have withstood the marriage or am I better off out of the marriage? Why can't I find a normal guy and not be alone? I just can't find normalcy and I'm self inflicting this I know that's what I am they, I've been alone for quite a while and I just that's my problem yes we become set in our ways I guess or uh, looking for I too much I don't want to be alone anymore either yeah maybe we're looking for too much do we have to lower our standards I haven't done that yet so <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and that's one of my problems. I haven't done that. I haven't lowered the standards to go down to get somebody that doesn't have a job and doesn't have a car and doesn't have um, means to support herself. Well, you know what? That's Those are givens. Those things you definitely Don't need. Don't assume that now because my granddaughter's in a situation and her situation is worse. He doesn't work and she thinks it's all right. <laughs> you see, that's what happened with my marriage. He's, he sort of froze up. And I don't know what happened. I think it was depression. And no matter how many times I tried to push and, you know, lift him up a little bit and go to counseling and all this stuff, and it just didn't work. And that, that's one of our biggest problems. And I am going to talk to somebody because I think I, I want to make sure I make the right decision, too. Well, what do you mean talk to somebody? I go to, to a counselor. My doctor recommended me go to the counselor because she said that uh, a lot of issues that I have is I need to get over them. I see. Well, you know what? There's nothing wrong with counseling on any level. I know. But see what I mean? It's nice to just every once in a while talk to a stranger just to get another perspective. <laughs> yeah. Right? I think so, too. Now, that's why I went and got a job, so and uh, I couldn't sit at home. I work from home. So I'm not only sitting in my house all day. At night, I don't have anybody to be with, so... I will venture out on my own and go into a bar that I might feel comfortable in. That's I haven't worked down to go to a bar yet. Yeah, and it's not easy. Until maybe you become friends with the bartender, you know, and you just become more of a regular. But it's, you know, it's just not me. It's just not. Well, some of the dating sites are pretty nice. Which one do you feel? Is- the Harmony is really the one that you asked enough, a lot of questions. E-Harmony? Uh-huh. What about, have you ever been on Match.com? I don't like the the questions I asked. Oh. They don't ask enough. Oh, I see what you're saying. So the more they qualify somebody, the better off it is. Yes. You're right. I'm going to check Because they're matching you with the things that you like to do. Hmm. Not just because it's a guy same age. Right. Okay. Well, now that makes sense. Maybe I'll do that. And they do ask a lot of questions, but that's where you get... If you ever go on, it's free for the first time. And you see how many questions I asked you about a lot of things. Is it expensive? Mm, not not that expensive. Okay. You, you need to try that. Okay, I'm going to do that. Well, see, now this is why I wound up talking to you. <laughs> you taught well, thank me, you. You taught me something new today, and you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Please so, have a nice day. Oh, you too. But can I ask you one more question really quick? Uh-huh. If I were to tell you that I have a podcast and that I talk to women... And and this kind of conversation is the kind of conversation that I have on the air. It's on an iTunes kind of stream. Would you mind terribly if if I were to talk about you or use no, a you're, part that's of? More than, you're more than welcome to. Okay, and uh, if I picked up some of your voice or something on the recording, you wouldn't mind that either. I mean, it's been yep. a it's pretty pretty legitimate conversation. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, you too. Okay. Bye now. Bye. You know, I kid you not, every time my phone rings and I know it's a telemarketer, I am expecting them to hang up on me. I can't get one person really to hang up on me. It just shows that everybody wants to have somebody to talk to. (laughs) I mean, look, I learned about eHarmony today. And she told me something that I would never, ever have thought. She took this job because she couldn't stand being alone anymore. And I also learned that whether you're 20 or you're 69, we're all feeling the same kind of emotions. Women are basically looking for the same thing. 
if looking for a relationship. We want integrity. We want honesty. We want a man who's self-sufficient, who wouldn't mind taking care of us, and who might just love us for who we are. (laughs) That was a hell of a cold call. And while I sit here and wait for my next victim, (laughs) it makes me think about putting yourself in somebody else's place. Every time we go to the store and there's a clerk that just gives us an attitude, we could be waiting in line for a half an hour and we finally get to the desk and we want to pay and the phone rings and they pick up the phone instead of taking care of us, we immediately take offense. Or maybe I should just speak for me because I run out of patience very quickly when things like that happen. In fact, one time I even put my finger on the button and hung up the phone, and I said to the clerk, you know, if they need you as badly as I do, they can come in just like I did. She looked at me like I was crazy, but I mean, it's it's true. Anyway, my whole point is, and I go off on these tangents, and I don't mean to, but if you put yourself in the position, in the mindset of the clerk, she's been looking at people coming at her all day. It's not just us waiting to see her, she is seeing every one of us. Maybe she's on overload. That phone rang, she probably looked at it as a relief to not have to face another one of us in line again. It's just like that thing I told you about the nurse when I was in the hospital and I watched this nurse come in and make my bed and You know, we got into this long conversation. I asked him what else he did because I felt he couldn't just be a nurse. I mean, a nurse is a lot to be, but he had more going on. Like I could tell there was something else. And he told me he was an artist. This is all part of my Lemons to Lemonade series, if ever you want to hear it. It's on iTunes, same podcast, Sugar Mom Podcast, but I called the whole six-episode series Lemons to Lemonade. And it was while I was dealing with ovarian cancer. Anyway, again, I'm off in another direction. I asked the nurse, what else do you do? And he told me he was an artist. And he pulled out his phone and he showed me some pictures that he did. And he's writing a book at the same time. Little does he know that he's talking to an author. You know, I've got two books out and a podcast and a blog at the time. And so we started talking. And what came out from his mouth was, you know... I have my favorite patients. And I'm thinking, oh, I always thought it was about the patient having their favorite nurse or doctor, but it's reversed as well. He continued with, I save my favorite patients for a certain time of the day when I know I'm approaching burnout because that's when they can lift up my spirits and refresh and renew and rejuvenate me. And I looked at him, I felt my head tilt. And I understood that a lot of times in my life, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I take so many things for granted that everybody thinks like me. But he actually does, but from the other perspective. So the next time you go to the doctor or you have to be seen by a nurse or you're in line at a store ready to purchase something, but you're waiting or you're trying to find a parking spot and somebody cuts you off, Put yourself in the mind of the other person and look at you the way they would see you through their eyes. Now, if you know me by now, you had to have understood what I just said. Picture being in that parking lot 
with your signal on, waiting for that person to pull out of the parking spot like a good girl. You're doing it all properly. The guy finally pulls out of the spot and somebody else zips in while you sit there with your mouth open. Now, you know how pissed off you are at that person for doing that. It was, first of all, etiquette-wise, it's the wrong thing to do. Secondly, they risked their lives because your tirade and the tantrum you're about to throw could do them bodily and mental harm. But if you stop for a second and think, maybe they did that because it's an emergency. So within that 10-second period that you're blowing up inside, it allows you to calm yourself down. And the next thing you might see is a woman with 5,000 children pouring out of the car. And you're going to say, okay, I get it. She needed to get out of that car because those kids were driving her crazy or she's late for an appointment and she may even turn and wave at you in an apologetic way. It's that 10, 20 second interval that you have to give somebody else a chance. Just give them one shot to make it right. Whether it's a clerk, somebody stealing your parking spot, a doctor that's been making you wait for 45 minutes longer than supposed to, but the patient that was being seen before you could be deathly ill. There's many, many reasons for why things happen. Got it? (laughs) It's a little bit abstract. It's a little different way of looking at things, but it really does work, and it saves you from all that agita that's stirring up inside that's unnecessary. And if you're a New Yorker or from New Jersey, you know what Ajita is. Just think about it. That's all I ask every week is that you take some time to think about the things I say. I may be way off base with a lot of things that come out of my mouth, but most often there is some truth or some knowledge that's mixed in with all the craziness. You know it and I know it. It's the only thing that keeps me going. It's that little bit of knowledge that I do share. It's the stuff that comes from my gut. And I know you're the same way. I know it. Anytime you'd like to come on and be a guest, if you have something important you want to talk about, I don't care what subject it is, whatever matters to you, if it's compelling, I'd love to have you on with me on the Sugar Mom Podcast. You can subscribe by just clicking on subscribe. It's really simple. It's right there on iTunes. Or you could go to my website, sugarmom.net. There's a little button right there you can click that says subscribe, and it'll take you right through to the podcast. You can leave me a note right on the podcast page, or you can write me at robinmarshallsugarmom at gmail.com. robinmarshallsugarmom at gmail.com. I always write back. And if your story is strong enough to have you reach out to me, I'm bringing you on the air. It's the least I can do. We're friends. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Adios. Westwood One Podcast Production.